0: All righty. Welcome back to the Gary Age Show here on The Cave. I am here now with the head coach of the OC Bombers 12U team, the first-year group, Mike Mitterbauer. Mike, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Excited Abs- to
0: be here. Absolutely. It's good stuff. And, you know, um, it's interesting. In talking to a lot of the coaches and players. One of the things that I think has been sort of a, um, a theme here is – I very seldom talk to a first-year person. It seems like a lot of people have been involved with the organization for years at a time. You're no different. Going into your third year, first year with the uh, 12U kids, Uh how's that been? Uh, has that been a uh, significant adjustment going from, um, I know it's just two years in age, but at that age, it's a big difference in, in the kids, I would imagine.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's a big jump. Um, the pitching mound, the distance is... Um, the balls are moved to the 12 inch balls as opposed to the 11 inch balls. Um, and just uh, when we face older 12 old players the, the difference from a, a girl who's 12 you know maybe even 13 by this point in the season and like a 10 or 11 year old is, is huge. So there have been quite a few adjustments um, that we've had to make but you know a credit to our girls they've been adjusting pretty quickly.
0: Do you find from the coaching perspective that you become more uh, technical during practice and maybe a little bit more um, focused on technical aspects of mechanics or swings or or throwing motions or anything like that with the older group than maybe you were with younger kids?
1: Absolutely. Uh, You see it again with this, you know, as you move into this uh, age group here. That you fundamentally you have to be really on point um, in all aspects of the game, um, you know, hitting, pitching, defense, running the bases. Um, so we are focusing on, on being tighter with our our mechanics um, than we were at the at the tenue level. The tenu level, you know, is similar, you know, teaching them the game, um, but now it's just the demands are higher, so I, I feel like we just need to work on some of these things um, more, you know, the technically we have to be a little more sound.
0: Now, as you move up in levels, do, is there a uh, different expectation among the parents and players in terms of playing time? Like, do you tighten your rotations a little bit, or is everyone still kind of playing a similar amount, or are you really tightening uh, it up?
1: Yeah, we're starting to tighten it up a little more. I, I feel like the girls have a better understanding of, you know, where they fit in. Um, in their roles on the team. And as they mature, I think they understand that, um, you know, doing their roles, doing their parts is better for the team as as a whole. And and I think we're very fortunate in that, um, you know, the girls have a really good uh, team-first mentality. They get along really well. That's, like, maybe my – one of my favorite parts of this team is that how much they pull for each other and, and they play for each other. So yes, we're having to like tighten our rotations and and girls are starting to like focus in on, you know, one position or certain spots in the lineup, but the girls have been supportive of each other. Uh, So it's, it's made the, Transition easier.
0: That's really great. And we're talking with Mike Minnebauer here on the Gary age Show, coach of the first year 12U squad for the OC Bombers. Mike, what about how, if you were to put a ballpark percentage on it, how many of the girls that are currently under your watch with the 12U squad have you coached at the 10U level? Like what percentage of them?
1: um Pretty much all of them, 100%. That's cool. cool. (laughs) Yeah. There are a few girls who were uh, practice players last year. So they, you know, practiced with us and they got into some tournaments towards the end of the season. And now they've come on as full-time players. Um, so, you know, if I include those practice players who did have some time with us last year, 100% of the players, no, you know, mm-hmm. came back
0: that's pretty that's pretty cool that that so that makes it a whole lot easier um oh for sure now tell me your own going back to the beginning here tell me your own background with softball baseball what got you into coaching with the Bombers a few years ago to begin with
1: um I started off with uh Little League I started coaching Little League about 10 years ago and um you know I have older sons who play travel ball so I've uh you know been a parent um of travel ball for years and then i got into you know part-time uh baseball tra- travel ball coaching i was also um, became president of I, I was a board member of our local little league and i became president of our little league um as well so just through the involvement of little league and my older son's travel uh, baseball teams that's mm-hmm. You know, how I, I met Gina from the OC Bombers, uh, a few years back. And then, um, when my daughter became 10 or even before then, we started speaking about, you know, putting together a team and, and, uh, working with another coach who's now the older 12 year coach, uh, Daniel Jordan. So we kind of started out together two years ago with a, a mixed 10 team. And then, um, you know, she focused on the older girls and I took the younger ones.
0: There you go. Now, did you have any experience with softball prior to a couple of years ago?
1: Um, not much. Uh, mostly just through Little League. Yep. Um, but that was that's the extent of it, pretty much.
0: What's the, um, obviously the sports are very similar, but they're not the same. What's been the biggest adjustment for you in terms of maybe some nuance of the sport in terms of coaching and, and teaching it, given that it's obviously different than baseball?
1: I think um, just like the small ball aspect of softball is so prevalent to be successful, especially in, in tight games. Um, Having a real good understanding and command of, 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 of small ball stealing bases, putting down bunts. Um, and also, uh, the game is at a quicker pace. I mean, with the shorter bases, for example, in the infields, you know, the infielders have to be very quick with their plays there's there's for more time with the longer bases so i just think the the, the short the the small ball game and and just the the quicker pace of the game um are, are two things that stand out to me
0: very good now um speaking from your perspective as a coach if you were going to meet with a Potential family member who was maybe looking at putting uh, a child into a travel ball for the first time. Um, what would you uh, what would you sell to them as the uh, value proposition of choosing the Bombers specifically?
1: Um, for choosing the Bombers, I would say that you know, as an organization, um, and I, you know, I see it mostly. To my team but they're just like very tight-knit groups um you know when you have some travel teams you have uh just a collection of players who don't necessarily know each other or who aren't that invested in each other and i think with the with the bombers you see a lot of the a lot of the girls have been with the program for years been with the same coaches for years and you you know you just kind of uh create like a family environment so it's not just softball but you know these are girls that you're, you hang out with or you know you have your group texts with and um you know it's more than just playing ball you, you become friends and family and and it makes it the experience much more enjoyable yeah. mean, there's enough pressure playing you know so sure you know having girls you can lean on and, and who are like your friends that that makes a big difference
0: yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um that is a common theme when I asked some variation of that very question. And one thing that kind of dawned on me today when I was speaking with one of the parents is that I think that you know, as you get to be an adult, it's pretty common to become a little bit socially isolated. You get in your work routine, you have your family, you got work, you got family, you got work, and you right. you can often like really neglect your own social life. And it sounds to me, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but it sounds to me that it's not just the kids that uh, build new friendships and create like a family atmosphere. The, the parents who have kids in it for many years at a time that kind of grow up together, the parents themselves after a while become friends. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, uh, that that's very important. You want um, you know, you spend a lot of time, uh, you, you know, all your extra time is, is spent on the field, especially in the spring and summer, You're driving, you know, all over the tri-state area or even further sometimes. And these people become, you know, your your friends. So it's good that you have uh, parents that get along with each other and and like spending time with each other. And, again, you know, on my team I feel fortunate that we have a great group of parents, a great group of families who uh, really pull for each other and get along with each other.
0: And yeah, that's awesome. And the one thing I'll close with this, uh, one other observation I've had is that I, um, and I'm curious, your thoughts is – I've noticed that a lot of the um, kid, a lot of the, the parents uh, who are, or a lot of the people who are involved as coaches, I, I should say, not parents as coaches, uh, are not necessarily parents of players on the team they coach, which isn't typical, uh, especially at like the Little League and, and other levels, you see a lot of you know parents coaching because they want to coach their kid. And as opposed to with the bombers, it seems there's a lot of people who are coaching because they want to coach, which is a quite a distinction.
1: Sure. I mean on our team, you know, we do I, I have my have a daughter who's on the team and yeah. Uh the other coaches have players on the team as sure. well.
0: Oh, it happens. Uh, but there's there's a lot of coaches I've noticed who are also like, you know, coaching even after their kid ages out or got into it before yeah. their kid was eligible. Um so mm-hmm. it's a their the kid kind of passes through, which is cool. I mean it, it, it purports to um it, it speaks to what you were saying, which is the these people become your friends and your family. You kind of grow yeah. as a group. Right. Yeah.
1: And um, yeah, I think uh, Gina also develops relationships with the coaches um, so that they're, they're willing to, to stay on and, and, you know, work with her and teach kids. And I think everyone, you know, parent of a kid or not, I think everyone who's involved is really, enjoys the game has a passion for teaching kids and,
0: and that's what and, I was trying to get at yeah I've yeah, I've observed yeah. that through some of my other interviews that's what I was trying to to say yeah it's it's definitely noticeable yeah. from my perspective anyway so
1: yeah no I agree everyone loves the game and loves you know working with with the girls and um it's just it's just a lot of fun that's awesome so it's a lot of fun.
0: well good luck uh when's your next game um when are you guys playing next
1: uh, we have a little break, and but uh, next Sunday, April sixteenth, we play a, um, uh, a round robin, uh, round robin, three game round robin in Pennsylvania. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we do that next weekend.
0: All right.
1: The well, sixth, not this weekend. The weekend. The, of the, the
0: weekend. Yeah, the, the following weekend. Awesome. All right. Well, best of luck with it, and enjoy the time off. All right.
1: Thanks. Sir. I appreciate
0: it. righty, That's Michael Middlebauer, and this is the Gary H. Show. Back after this, here on the K.